play like we play. We be us. We be special. We smell greatness. We finish strong. Yes, from the top. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Big Easy Bets. This is episode number 26. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. i tell you one thing. If she can get me drunk enough, I reckon I may lick her asshole right there. It's the Super Bowl Super Bowl week. Super Bowl Sunday's right around the corner. We got another guest with us in the studio. He's back, the Russian concussion, Justin Mascaro. What's up, everybody? So we're going to get into uh, a bunch of stuff here. Super Bowl, we got a lot of stuff that happened this past week that we'll dive into, but... Uh, before we get started, we want to let everybody know that we have joined Hold the Mayo. Um, you can go to their website, www.htmsports.com. They are New Orleans Unfiltered Sports Entertainment. They're the one-of-a-kind, only one in the uh, area doing what they're doing. Uh, you can follow them on Facebook at Hold the Mayo. Uh, Big Easy Bets on Twitter. Obviously, we are going to be um, retweeting all their stuff, and we'll be posting about them, this and that, so you can find them through us. Uh, the links are all there on there as well. So, uh, yeah, you got, any, you got any comments on that? How do you feel about joining Hold the Mayo, HTM Sports? Um, yeah, I'm excited. You know, we talked to um, Devin, who came up with the idea for Hold the Mayo, HTM Sports. The founder. That's, uh, um, that's El Jefe. Yeah, and he's super dedicated. He's got a lot of time invested into it, a lot of money invested into it. So, yeah, I mean, it's good to surround ourselves with um, people like that. And, yeah, it's, we can only move forward with them. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, we both thought it was a very good idea. He's definitely a driven guy, and uh, he's got a good product. The brand is uh, no joke, so it's uh, it speaks for itself. So, obviously, as we all know in the sports community, everybody knows um, Kobe Bryant passed away in an unexpected helicopter crash a few days ago. Um, he lost his 13-year-old daughter as well, and then I think there was nine people total on the plane. I mean, it's been a rough couple of days. It doesn't feel real. Um, it's got to be the most high-profile athlete dying unexpectedly that I can remember, at least in my lifetime. You know of any? Um, yeah, he's definitely. I mean, I guess you could say the second biggest one would have been Dale Earnhardt. Uh, Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, Dale but, Earnhardt um, Sr. That's just NASCAR. That's not nearly as big as basketball, so... Yeah, I mean, this guy was a global icon. Like, he, he'd he be mobbed by people walking around in China and overseas. I mean, everybody everybody knew who Kobe Bryant was. That's what they say. You throw away a piece of trash, you yell out Kobe as you're shooting it. So, I don't know. It's, it's brutal. I mean, this guy's arguably one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Not arguably one of, arguably the greatest. You can make an argument for it. Um, he's the closest thing to Jordan that we've ever had in our lifetime, without a doubt. There'll never be anybody closer to him. Um, just a few of his accolades, obviously a five-time NBA champion, two-time finals MVP, uh, the league MVP in 2007-2008, uh, two-time Olympic gold medalist, 18-time All-Star, and he even got an Oscar for Best Animated Short Film. Um, I mean, the guy did it all. He was... LeBron literally just passed him to move up to third on the scoring list. So he's fourth all time on the NBA scoring list. And I mean, it's a, it really is. It's a sad, sad day um, for the sports world and really just for the world in general. Everybody kind of 
it's not every day that everybody just kind of pauses and takes a step back and analyzes what's going on, but not what I expected to see uh, early in the morning. So what were your, uh, what were your thoughts on? I know you're a big Kobe guy. Yeah. Kobe was definitely my favorite player and uh, I was pretty shook up about it, but I just kept waiting to see that uh, it was a false report or that it wasn't him. Yeah. I think everybody, everybody was hoping that a little bit. Couldn't believe it. What about you? Yeah, well, when the news broke, it didn't seem real, and it it really didn't feel real for a while. But, you know, once everybody that knew Kobe Bryant come out with their testimony about him and the way that they affected, uh, the way that he affected their life, um, you know, it's sad, and it's sad that his daughter was on the helicopter with him as well because... That's the saddest part to me. Yeah, I mean, once, like, okay, I don't know Kobe Bryant, um... He's done playing basketball, so when he's passed away, I was like, yeah, that sucks. But the real sadness to me comes from, you know, his daughter being there. She was only, what, 13 years old? Yeah, 13. Um, 13 or 14, right right around there. And then you just, I guess you don't realize how much, uh, you know, a guy like Kobe Bryant affects uh, other successful people as well with, with the you know, his worth ethic was second to none. And Oh, yeah. Um. No, like they say, the Mamba mentality will live on. So, yep, yeah, it's a very, very sad thing. Um, but legends, uh, legends never die. So he'll be forever immortalized. Nobody will ever forget who Kobe Bryant was. So he'll live on. Um, all right, let's talk a little Pelicans basketball. So we had actually we were there for we were in the blender for Zion's debut. Uh, where he absolutely caught fire and goes for four consecutive three-pointers, 17 straight points in a matter of three minutes. Um, it was pretty incredible. I, I don't think I've ever felt a more electric atmosphere in the uh, Smoothie King Arena or Center, whatever it is. Smoothie King Arena, right? Yeah. Smooth, Smoothie King Center. Shit, that's right. Uh, the old New Orleans Arena. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, so, yeah, there was a lot of controversy about why they took him out. Um I understand he was on a minutes restriction. I tweeted that out. So I, I knew the situation going into the game. I know that Alvin Gentry wasn't the one pulling the strings, but needless to say, you watch a guy go for 17 straight in three minutes, absolutely set the place on fire. I was, I was fired up. Let him finish the game. Let him, let him at least shoot till he misses. That's what everybody, if you're on fire, you shoot till you miss at least. So I was tweeting, but I made it abundantly clear that I knew Alvin Gentry was not the one to blame for that. I have other issues with Alvin Gentry and uh, his poor coaching. So I had people trying to drag me through the mud on Twitter a little bit. We were going back and forth. I decided, I said, okay, you know what? If y'all really want to get something off your chest, you can call into the podcast and we can talk about it. I gave him the opportunity. Uh, I hit him up today. He didn't answer. He hasn't responded. So too little, too late. The offer's still on the table if he's listening. You can call in next week. We can talk about it. Um, so I told them there'd be no disrespect on our end. But when they all got together, they wanted to start coming at me, and it turned into a big, uh, uh, a big joke here and there. But I mean, if you really want to get it off your chest, call in. Let's talk. But for the record, I wasn't the only one with that issue. Let's see. Skip Bayless tweeted something out the other day. Where is it? Let's see if I can find it. Talking about, yeah, okay, so he says, this was 
like like two days after we were everybody was talking about it, and they're like, he's on a minutes restriction. What are you talking about? He can't go back out there. Um, Skip Bayless says, and I quote, I realize the Pels are trying to be ultra careful with 19-year-old Zion coming off knee surgery, but he had a very productive 20 minutes tonight, and I sure wish he could have at least played the final two minutes of a winnable game versus a good versus a good team. Uh, there you go. That's what everybody wanted, Skip. That's what that's what everybody's thoughts were. You leave him out there for, what was there, four minutes left in the game at the time? He was at 18 minutes. The Two days later, they let him play for 23. So two days later, he was okay, but he couldn't finish it out for a couple more minutes to minimally at least shoot till you miss. Let him go back out there and launch another one. See if he can, uh, if the well ran dry or not. But no, everybody's a know-it-all on Twitter. Everybody, Everybody's in the know, and they got to enlighten everybody on uh, how much more they know. You're not, you're not telling me anything that I don't already know, okay? Did I want to see him go out there and jack up another three? You're goddamn right I did. Did you? Yeah. Did you want to see him go shoot another? Oh, definitely, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, come on. Don't be coming at me on Twitter because I want to see the man shoot another yeah, anybody, three. When, okay, when the Pelicans call timeout down by three, anybody that says, oh, yeah, they should take Zion Williamson out right now, is a fucking retard. Yeah, I mean, I mean, an idiot or a moron. They're not. A, yeah, we don't drop the. They're R not word the R word. Right we'll, we'll go back and bleep that out. Um, but no, you are retarded if you think that he should be come out of the game. After like nobody in their right runs. mind was saying, "Hey, take him out," because he just brought us back from the dead. Yeah, sit him down. Okay, I mean, come on. If you're a basketball fan at that moment, you were hoping that he would stay in the game, and you were hoping that if you're a Pelicans fan, that he would end up winning us. Oh, the yeah. basketball game. I mean, that's a very that's a very important. There game. would have never been another NBA debut to be matched if if he would have done that. Oh no doubt. I was at the Nuggets game. I think that was his second game. Yeah. And whenever he was in, I think we were down. Oh, every time he like goes in, 10, we go on a run. And we went on a run, and I think he hit a three to put us up two. Yeah. And then they took us took him out. I think that like game. I think left. I think his plus minus in that game was plus sixteen. So we were outscoring him by sixteen with Zion on the court. But it's very exciting to see because we sh- definitely should have won that game yep. and his first game. So whenever he's playing all the games, he's definitely gonna yeah. When he's getting make full when he's getting full starter minutes, I mean it, it, it's clear that what what he's doing. It's clear the impact that he has on the team. So yeah, everybody who wants to try to. It, I'll make an argument for we they were right to sit him right there and all that. I mean, let him. You can't treat him like glass. You can't treat him like glass. If you ever have something, you're like, oh, I don't want to break this. You're gonna break it. You're gonna drop it. You're gonna break it because you're over, you're over hyper focusing on not breaking it. Let him go play. He's played basketball his whole life. If he's gonna if he's gonna mess himself up, he's gonna mess himself up. It's gonna be inevitable. So, I'm not saying just two days after surgery go hop out there and uh, start trying to windmill dunk it. But I mean. You know he's been running through full practices before he's out there playing. It's not those two minutes were not going to be make or break for his career. But it, you never know. Come come the end of the season, we might be a game out of the eighth spot, and that game could it proved to be extremely crucial. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I just too many people have too many people want to try to like, and that, that's what my point was. I was saying um, fans who pay their hard earned money for those tickets had a right to be upset right there. You bought season tickets. For the sole purpose of, we just got the number one pick. We have Zion Williamson coming. Maybe not the sole purpose. I mean, you've been no, a Pelicans definitely fan. Definitely the sole purpose. <laughs> but you've been a Pelicans fan. But yeah, no. Yeah, but I would have, even when Anthony Davis, how great a player Anthony Davis was, an all-star every year. Yep. Most of the time, he's a first or second team all-NBA player. First team defense every year. But 
it's just the excitement we've seen it. There's certain players that have that um, that get you excited every time that they touch that, the ball. You that. just never know what's going to happen. And Zion Williamson is certainly one of those players. He's good for basketball, and the New Orleans Pelicans are lucky to have him. I will say one thing, though. I, I give Alvin Gentry credit. Um, in that last game, not the game that's playing right now, but the Boston Celtics game, the the day that Kobe Bryant passed away, um, Alvin Gentry altered the rotation to where uh, Zion Williamson still being on a minutes restriction was playing um, in more value, valuable situations, meaning that he was playing at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And the Pelicans were able to keep that lead over the Celtics, whereas if he would have been playing at a different time, you never know. Down the stretch, we could have lost that lead. Yeah, no doubt. But I definitely think that, okay, if he's he's going to be playing and he's going to be limited, yeah, you have to have him in at the end of the game, whether it's for the last four or five minutes, whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, you just you can't baby him. You can't baby him. It, it, if, it's gonna, if he's going to get hurt, it's inevitable. You're not going to be able to avoid it. it. His body type is, it does worry me. You're not supposed to be that heavy and be able to jump that high and run that fast and cut that quickly. So... But the, you keeping him on a minutes restriction, I mean, it, it's not. I don't think it's going to be the saving grace. So everybody trying to drag all the all the fans who paid for their tickets and are upset and just absolutely watched him set that place on fire. You owed it to the fans to let him finish that out. Let him go out there and at least jack up another one and see if he's that on fire. If the well hadn't run dry yet, but whatever. I gave him the opportunity to call in. The opportunity still stands. Um, we'll be on next week. If you really want to call in and get something off your chest or just talk Pell's basketball. I mean, you can call in. We can just talk. The offer stands. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about the Pelicans. I really am. I mean, what? We went uh, to the Celtics game. Props to uh, Hold the Mayo. Yep. Hooking it up. And then we were at uh, Zion's debut. Didn't go to the Nuggets game, but I mean we've been we've been going to some games this year. No, I think the Pelicans are gonna be able to compete for the championship within the next five years for sure. I hope the so. players that we have with Zion Williamson, I'm not. Gonna I think go that he's far gonna be limb, one of the better players, so. top five player within the next five years. Um, Brandon Ingram, if he can sustain the scoring output that he was putting up before Zion Williamson came into the rotation, then I mean, you look just Lonzo. Uh, Lonzo's underrated. Oh, Lonzo's having yeah, an incredible. He's an year. incredible defensive player. Uh, his passing is phenomenal. If um, he had 15 assists in that. Yeah, ball too many game. people. I mean, and then then he's shooting the ball uh, career high. He's shooting yep. better than he's ever shot. So, yeah, remember those first couple games we were there? Uh, I think it was even the preseason game when Zion was playing against the Jazz. And we had those morons behind us screaming at Lonzo anytime he did even a small, like the smallest thing that he did wrong, they were jumping on him, calling him a bomb, all this and that. Like people just want to hate Lonzo because of his dad, but it's like, and they just don't know basketball. Yeah, like, too many people. That, you can just, yeah, too you know many people don't know, don't know what they're talking about, and that's the problem with today's day and age. Every moron and their mom can have an opinion. So, but if you look at Lonzo, he so couldn't be more opposite of his dad when it comes to personality and the way he carries himself. And he's been absolutely having a like career year. I mean, he's looking lights out, shooting the ball, 
at an all-time best from the three-point line. I mean, he's doing what we need him to do, facilitating. Like I said, 15 assists against the Celtics uh, two days ago. When Zion gets back to uh, full speed, I mean, they're going to be a deadly combo. We haven't gotten to see one of the uh, uh, Zoda Zion lobs yet, but they're coming. They're definitely coming. Yeah, and then um, Jackson Hayes is another guy who I'm excited about. Yeah. Especially just raw talent. Once he gets some more muscle mass on him, I mean, he's he's nineteen he's another as well. Guy. He's nineteen another guy or twenty he, years old. He's another guy when he gets on the court, the energy just right. through the roof. I mean, he hustles. He's he's fighting for loose balls. He's not letting a rebound go without at least trying to get it. I mean, he's scrappy. He's and he just hustles. The energy that's the main thing. If you out hustle the opponent. Odds are you're going to win. In the NBA, everybody's got the talent. It's all about who's playing hard that night. So, I uh, I mean, yeah, whenever he's on the floor, same thing with Zion. The energy goes through the roof, and I don't know. I feel like we go on a run a little bit. So, um, but he he's so he's so raw. I mean, he he'll get there. I mean, he's got the measurables. He's got the uh, everything you look for when you look at like like if you're building a my player on two K. You're building him, like if you're building a center position, like you want somebody who can run the floor and jump out the gym. So then free throw shooting is yeah, yeah, that, pretty good. We too. were talking about that the other day. I think he's shooting close to like eighty percent. I could be wrong. Don't fact check me on that. But I thought I heard like seventy eight percent, something like that. I mean, for his size, most people his size don't shoot very well from the line. So that's uh that's good. That'll make him critical in late game situations. Yeah, and y'all got to keep listening because it's not going to be next year. But give me a couple years, I'm gonna get y'all set up on that future bet for the Pelicans when the um <laughs> when the uh what is it called the finals yeah, yeah. NBA championship um the basketball World Series yeah <laughs> yeah that thing where they give them the trophy at the end um but yeah so a lot of promise with the Pelicans so we'll keep touching on that as the year goes on so all right it is Tuesday what are we Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday we're five days out. From the biggest day of the year in the NFL world, Super Bowl Sunday. You got the Kansas City Chiefs going up against the San Francisco 49ers. The Chiefs are favored by one point, which a lot of people seem to be liking the Niners. A lot of people. So we'll start from the top with the big game, and then we'll work through some prop bets. I got a lot of props that I like, um, and I got I got reasons on why I like some of these props. They're a little unorthodox approach, but uh, it's inside information. I got some can't miss. So we'll start with the game from the top. Justin, who you like? Oh, fuck. I like. <laughs> I don't know. This is a toss. You up. don't know? I do. I was on the 49ers at first, and I think I'm still on the 49ers. Uh oh. Tell me why. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's got to be a reason. I definitely feel like the Chiefs can shut down the 49ers run game. Really? I think they can. Really? Yeah. They have shored up that run defense, but they're 26th in the league against the run. 26th. I mean, I definitely think their game plan is going to be make Jimmy beat them. I think that's what it's going to be. And that's a good point. Yeah, well, that's everybody's game plan that plays the 49ers. Mm, yeah, I mean, they haven't been running the ball. I mean, they have been, but not like with Mostert going for over 200 and setting – playoff records or NFC championship Wait, what? Game records, whatever he did. They've been running it all year, but I mean, Mostert's really been coming on the last couple games. I know he had a good game against us, but going into that game, I mean, 
And I got I got people out in San Francisco that uh, we were uh, going back and forth a little bit after that Saints game, but. I, Mostert was the one who said the voodoo dome and it's not going to be that loud and this and that. Oh yeah, I remember. And so I texted uh, my boy out in San Francisco about that, and he's like, he said, "Oh God," he said, "Mostert's an idiot." Like Mostert was not their go-to guy at that point in time in the season. It was Coleman. It was Breida and Coleman, and Mostert. Yeah, but all of them are good. They no, I know he no Mostert's good, but at that point in time, that's what I'm saying. He's come on. He's kind of like taken off. That's what I'm saying. He texted me like, "Oh, he's a fucking idiot." Like he was not looked at as like their guy. So he was the third best running back on their roster. He, I don't know. Oh, well then what are your thoughts on the game? Well, it's not even, it's the, if a running back has speed on that team, he's going to be successful. And what's the word on Tevin Coleman? He's not going to be playing, right? The last I saw, I thought he had a, uh, I know it was a shoulder injury. I don't know if it was a torn labrum or let's see what we can find. But yeah, so what are your thoughts on the game? Who are you leaning? It really is a tough one. But um, because you, you you look at the Chiefs, they're playing well. Their defense is playing the best that it's played all year. And then, you know, w- with having Patrick Mahomes, you're never out of a game. So it's going to be tough for the 49ers to win. But at the same time, it's going to be equally as tough for the Chiefs to be able to stop the 49ers running the football and to be able to contain that pass rush. So to me, when it when it comes down to football, yeah, I understand. Look, a lot of people are going to go towards, you know, the flashy playmaking ability of Patrick Mahomes and that that could be a difference maker, and it certainly can. But, um, you know, when, when you look at football in its most simplest form, the team who dominates the line of scrimmage is going to win the football game. And the 49ers have one of the best defensive lines in in the uh, NFL, and they have one of the best offensive lines in NFL. So to me, the 49ers getting one point, I mean, I would have to take the 49ers in, in the Super Bowl because I just don't know if I can see the, the, the Chiefs being able to stop that running attack. But I, I will let you know this. It's never – the Chiefs are never out of the game in this whole, in this whole thing. It's not like I see the 49ers really – um, getting up big on them and the Chiefs not being able to come back. But, um, yeah, you got to worry about Patrick Mahomes because there's not, you know, who who else plays like Patrick Mahomes? They say Aaron Rodgers. I don't think so. Hell no. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is above Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, uh, at any point in Aaron Rodgers' career. But, um, and then that speed for the Chiefs, the, the wide receivers – that could present problems for for the uh, 49ers secondary, but to me that pass rush is for the 49ers is what's going to be able to contain Patrick Mahomes, and that's the reason why I, I would bet the 49ers plus one in this game. All right, so the Chiefs' offensive line has been playing very well as of late, not really letting Mahomes hit the dirt too much, um, and they haven't been – Super solid over the last few years, but the last this season they've had a good year. They they have not. Uh, I mean, I know he got hurt, but that was on a quarterback sneak. Like they really haven't let let the defense get to Mahomes very much this year. Um, and that, like you said, the secondary who who's going to guard Tyree Kill on uh on the Niners? That's a serious question. Anybody? 
Uh, I don't know if it would be Sherman or not. I mean, I mean, he's not going to follow him because Sherman stays on one side of the field. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but who's got the speed to hang with Tyreek Hill? Is my point because it's not Richard Sherman. The forty nine. I mean, the to me the the Chiefs are going to have to do a lot of quick plays, a lot of quick throws, uh, to at least loosen up that defense and get that defensive line on their heels a little oh, yeah, bit. I agree. I agree. But because that. I mean, there's not a better to me that that defensive line with uh, what's his name? Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Okay. Forrest Buckner. Nick Bosa. On yeah, stand. I mean, there's so many guys up there that can pressure the passer, and then they're very good with their run defense as well. I mean, I know the Chiefs aren't anything running the football, but I don't know. It just worries me because I remember, you know, a, a few years ago, probably five. Six, seven years ago, Peyton Manning played in the Super Bowl against the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Peyton Manning had one of the best career uh, years for a quarterback that they ever seen. Was that the 50-touchdown year? Yeah, yeah, and it was um, him going into um, – they played Seattle in the Super Bowl. The Denver Broncos were favored, and I was like, I don't know why. I was a young kid then, probably – 16, 17 years old, but that pass rush for the um, Seahawks that year to me was the big difference, and obviously in the game they started out with um, forcing Peyton Manning to let up a safety, Mm -hmm. uh, a fumble that resulted in a safety, and then it was like a fumble that resulted in a touchdown, and the game was over before it really even started. Yeah. So to me, I don't know. There's no doubt in my mind that if the if the Kansas City Chiefs win this Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes is going to put on one of the best performances that that uh, we've ever seen by a quarterback in the Super Bowl. And that's why I'm rolling with the Chiefs. I, uh, yeah, I I feel like okay. So my thoughts on it are one, it's hard to bet against him. It's hard, like you said, you're never out of it with Mahomes. So let me paint a picture for you. Um, Chiefs win the toss. Chiefs go down, score a touchdown, 7 nothing. Three and out by the Niners. Touchdown. It's 14 nothing now. You kind of neutralize that run game, and it turns into a Jimmy G versus Patrick Mahomes. I, I, Jimmy G's not going to do it. He's not going to get it done through the air. I don't feel like he will. Um, he had a questionable interception against Minnesota in the playoffs. He's had he, – he just hasn't. They haven't had to rely on him this year because the run game has been so solid. The run game for Tennessee has been carrying them this whole year. The Chiefs gave up one yard rushing to Derrick Henry in the second half. He had seventy in the first half. They shored up their defense, made some adjustments at halftime, came back and gave up one yard. They gave up one yard rushing in the second half to Derrick Henry. If they can contain the 49ers rushing offense, then I mean I think it's a done deal. Mahomes. They have too many weapons. Sherman's not going to be able to hang with Tyreek Hill. Jaquiski Tart, whatever his name is, they've benched him like three times this year. Their their second cornerback is a liability. And if there's anything that the Chiefs have, it's uh, track speed at the wide receiver position. With McCole Hardman, you got Demarcus Robinson, you got what's his name, Pringle from K-State, you got Travis Kelsey in the middle. I mean, they've got weapons on weapons. So scoring is not going to be an issue, I don't think. We kind of uh, open the 
we kind of wrote the book on how to score on the Niners this year, putting up, what was it, 45 on them? What we put up on them? I think it was 45 this year. The yeah, Saints. but they were down by a lot in that game and no, I know. came back against the Saints in, in the Superdome. So, I mean, you can't. But what, who was the X factor in that game in the start? Who was the difference maker for us? Yeah, Jared Cook did yes. come out, but still they against uh, the 49ers still came back against what many people considered at that time a very good defense. No, I know, but I look at it like they had the deep ball to Emmanuel Sanders where Marcus Williams was in perfect position and panicked. He got a he got a gimme touchdown right there. I mean, you got Tyron Matthew back there. That's not happening. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I just you had, tri- you had the trick say. play. You had the trick play uh, to Mostert, the double reverse, Emmanuel Sanders pass. I mean, they pulled everything. Yeah, out but the that's playbook. yeah. The, this this it's going to come down to coaching, really. I think in this one, you know, you got a very good coach who's young, in Kyle Shanahan, uh, one of the best play callers. He's always, like I said before, he's always seems like he's two steps ahead of the defense. Yeah, but uh, you got another guy with on the his play action who has not yet. To who's never game. got it done in the big game. They went to like four NFC championships over there in Philadelphia. They went to one Super Bowl loss. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. I think the 49ers are going to win this game, but I'm definitely going to be rooting for the Chiefs. Yeah, I want the Chiefs to win. I'd like to see I Andy Reid get a Super Andy Andy Reid's the greatest coach that has he deserves won a Super Bowl. Bowl. Um, of course, we're all, big all LSU fans, and Tyron Matthew being oh, yeah. on that defense. I mean, I hope he makes a big play and and wins them the game. But we'll get we'll get into that later with the prop bets. Um, yeah, I, I mean, right before I didn't look at the line. Right whenever I knew who was in the Super Bowl, I, I went back and forth, made my decision in my head, and I said I'm going to make my decision on who I think is going to win before I even look at the line. I wasn't expecting it to be as close as it was, really. Honestly, I thought the 49ers were going to be favored. I thought the 49ers were going to be favorites in this game by two, two and a half. Like, But when I saw the Chiefs were the favorite, the Chiefs were my gut decision. That was what my gut was telling me to do. Patrick Mahomes, face of the NFL, reigning MVP. I mean, I think this is where he takes that step. He starts asserting his dominance. He's starting early. He's going to get himself a ring. So there's too many weapons. And the Chiefs have too many intelligent players back there. Not that the 49ers don't, but they got Tyron Matthew. You give him two weeks to prepare, looking at an offense, I mean, he's going to make a play. He's going to make a big play. He's too smart of a player. You got Sorensen back there. That dude's always making a play. He's another really smart guy, um, always in the right position. I mean, they got they got talent. They got Frank Clark on the D-line. It's I don't know. I think the defense is going to do just enough, and I don't think the 49ers offense is going to be able to keep up. So I think the first – this is what me and my dad were talking about. I think the first quarter is going to very much dictate the outcome of the game, which I know that sounds kind of dumb, like obviously, but it's going to dictate who has to change their game plan. Like like if the 49ers get down, they're not going to be able to lean on the run like they want to. They're not going to be able to just sit there and grind the clock pound the rock so i don't know i'm riding with the niners yeah definitely you know i mean not not the niners that's bad luck fuck (laughs) i'm riding with the chiefs i definitely yeah i think you know the chiefs are the more resilient team they have the ability to be able to adjust and change something that could help them win the game you know i think the 49ers though are a more straightforward team with what they do they run their outside zone they run play action it's old school versus new school without a doubt yeah 
but new school's taking over. Now. But it's is a this is a very good old school team. It is no, it it is without a I doubt. I think you know I would if the Chiefs defense was just a little bit better, and then if we saw some people have success stopping the Forty ers really, and there hasn't been much of that this year. So uh, all right, um, real quick before we go, bold predictions. Then not before we go, but before we keep carrying on, bold prediction. Uh, Tyron Matthew has two interceptions. Okay. Fucking. That was my bold prediction was at least one interception. So not super bold, but I like the two. You could bet on that and that would pay a lot. You got one? Um, I don't know. Do I want my bold prediction to follow? Whatever you want. Um, bold prediction. It could be Niners or Chiefs. Doesn't matter. You want to know mine? Yeah. Three interceptions from Travis Kelsey, Super Bowl MVP. Three touchdown receptions? Yeah, I'm tripping. Uh, three touchdowns. I got <laughs> yeah. interceptions. because I, I wonder how much a, that would pay. Yeah, that would. <laughs> shit, you could bet 10 bucks, you'd be a millionaire. Um, no, yeah, three touchdowns. Travis Kelsey, Super Bowl MVP, dark horse. I got interceptions on the brain because I got uh, Tyron Matthew. That was one of mine, too. Yeah, it's going to be hard to get that MVP out of Mahomes' hands, I feel like. Oh, yeah, no doubt, but. Maybe if he just throws like a little five yard dump off, Kelsey breaks like six tackles, eighty yards to the house. Yeah, it's gonna take some. It's gonna take a big play on Kelsey's part totally for that to happen. But um, hey, I mean Julian Edelman got it a couple years ago. Yeah, I don't know, dude. A bold prediction, like too. I've been thinking that you know if the Forty ers do win this, who's gonna be their their MVP? Probably Garoppolo. Yeah, but I just don't know. He just I feel like the the Chiefs can score too much. So if the 49ers are going to win it, Garoppolo's going to have to have a hell of a game. It's going to be a it's going to be like the Saints yeah, game. I agree. It's going to be like the Saints game. What's the over under in this 55. game? 55. Mm, you're not going to That's tough. You're not it, the Chiefs are not going to get dominated to where they can just allow the 49ers to run the ball on them and it's a low scoring game. I think it's going to be a track meet or it's going to be a blowout in favor of the Chiefs. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. And my, 55's a lot. My, uh, yeah, no, I know. My gut's been right a good bit this year. So it's been wrong sometimes, but I don't know. That was my immediate gut reaction. For what it's worth, my dad took the Niners um, on the money line for a substantial amount and then a decent amount. He took, uh, Niners with the points, and then I believe it was the under. He parlayed it. Yeah, I like the under in this one. I really do. I, I do think that there is a chance that that offense gets slowed down by this defense. I just think that they haven't played anybody with a pass rush like this yet. I just I can see it right now. They get pressure on Mahomes. He rolls out the pocket, busted play. He can throw that bitch 75 yards backwards like nobody's going to be able to stay with Tyree Kill he's going to break off his route it's going to I can see it now I'm telling you it might be first drive of the game deep ball to Tyree Kill I just nobody's going to be able to stay with him nobody's fast enough Sherman's going to tear his Achilles if if he tries to stay with uh, Tyree Kill mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I don't know I mean let's put it this way this is the closest Super Bowl 
in recent memory, in my opinion. Like, I, it really could go either way. I think it's going to go the Chiefs' way, but I went back and forth for a while. I was racking my brain going back. I just had made my decision and uh, said I was going with my, my gut feeling, but I could see it go either way. I could. Yeah, it just comes down to me. You know, I've been a football fan for a long time, and to me, you have to go with the team that's going to dominate the line of scrimmage, and which team has the best chance of doing that? It's the 49ers. I mean, have they lost this year? Yes, but um, I don't know. To me, it's just going to be hard to overcome that their their uh, run scheme, their blocking. You, you know it's coming. It's just hard to stop Yeah, because – the minute you think that it's an outside zone, it's play action, and there goes Kittle. Mm-hmm. Or there goes Debo Samuel, or there goes Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, Debo Samuel could be – yeah, all right, my bold prediction is Debo Samuel wins the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. No, I actually looked at that when I was looking at the props. He's good, man. He's really no, good. No, he's really freaking good. He runs the ball like a running back, but he's a wide receiver. Out of South Carolina. Um, South SEC, Carolina. that's what I said, you got to – and when you draft a football team, you draft you got to draft SEC every every time. Yep. Um. So yeah, I mean, just to me, to wrap it up, the reason why I would have to go with the Forty ers is is the line of scrimmage. I think that they're going to win the line of scrimmage, and it's going to take something really special from Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs to win this game. That's just the way that I feel. Okay. So you're on Niners plus one. You're on Niners plus one as well. Yep. All right, Justin and Nick are on Niners plus one. I'm taking the Chiefs minus one. All right, let's get to the best part of. Super- I'm gonna go with the um under fifty five points okay, yeah, as yeah. well. I'm gonna take the over fifty five. I also like the. Over. Told you, I gotta stick with my gut. Track meet or a blowout. Um, all right. So me and Justin are on the over fifty five. Nick's on the under fifty five. Best part of Super Bowl Sunday is the prop bets. Um, so. We'll start with start from the top. One of the most popular ones, the national anthem. Demi Lovato singing the national anthem. You got the over under sitting at a minute fifty six seconds. You got any inside information, anybody? Because I do. I have none, but I've seen a couple <coughs> of results. I guess. And yeah. See what you saw bar stools. Yeah. See that pisses me off so bad. Didn't I tell you? Um, I went and I've. I literally watched. She's been documented five times doing the national anthem in her career. I went back and found all of them, and I watched them on YouTube, and I had another phone in my hand, and I timed them. I timed them all myself, and I had this over a week ago, and then those assholes from Barstool Sports, I see like three days ago, they put out a display with all the times of her previous national anthems. I'm like, dude, if I, that, I, that was mine. I did that. I put in the time right there. So... I think only a four on my phone. There's been five documented. Um, but, yeah, so Demi Lovato singing the national anthem. So I did some digging on my own with no help from the barstool assholes. Um, first time she ever sang the national anthem was back in 2008 at a Cowboys-Seahawks game. Minute 52.3. And oh, you know she was nervous, so, so she was that's what I'm sa- That's my point exactly. So she was young. You look at it, it doesn't even look like her. It was before all the surgeries, um, before the rehab, all that. Um, 2011, Texas Rangers uh, baseball game, hometown or home state, one of the two. She's back home, nervous again, more nervous. 
minute 48.5. Flying through it. I mean, you can't say it much quicker than that. Um, 2015, at another uh, MLB game, uh, World Series, game four, minute 58.4. Getting a little more comfortable in her own skin. So then you got 2000. So she sang at another MLB game. And, uh, I think it was a World Series game four again. I think it was right at about two minutes. Um, so 2017, you got the Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor boxing match. And she sang the national anthem for that one. Two minutes and 12 seconds. She was feeling herself. It's actually an odd video if you watch it. She throws in some weird, uh, she, she might have been high. Let's put it that way. Um, two minutes and 12 seconds. Hit the over by a mile. So Demi Lovato is out of rehab. She said she wants to take it slow with her career before she dives back into the uh, spotlight. So she's doing the uh, national anthem at the Super Bowl. Not really taking it slow. Yeah, she performed at the uh, Grammys as yep, well. Yep, so she's diving right back in. So, um, yeah, that's interesting to me that, you know, a drug addiction could play a big part in this. Are you saying you think? I'm not saying, look, I think she's clean, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to say that I think that she <laughs> fell off the wagon already. But I'm saying, you know, drugs numb your emotions. So maybe in those past few times, you know, I'm thinking this could go over. Oh yeah, no. Because I'm, I'm thinking she's gonna be in her feelings a little bit, you know, stretching I'm, out those notes. I'm looking notes. at it like she's been gone, she's been out of the out of the spotlight for a little while, and now she's back, front and center, biggest stage of the year. She's gonna, yeah, she's gonna. You don't think she's gonna be nervous? No, I think she's gonna try to bring the house down. Yeah, she's off the shit. <laughs> she's gonna stretch those notes out, you know, and I think. To me, if you ask me, I think it's it's gonna go over. If she's done one, we gotta be sitting at, at a minute, two minutes. We gotta be sitting at a minute fifty. If it's a minute fifty six, no, it might be up to a minute fifty nine. I think yeah. Okay, no, no, right here, minute fifty eight seconds. Um, yeah, from moment she sings first word until she completely sang "Brave" for the first time. Um, that's so, when it stops is whenever she says. Brave. Yeah, as soon as she's finally done, what's the home under, of the, what's underneath that. I don't know. That doesn't matter. It's a minute fifty-eight. Um, so you got to be at a minute fifty as she's getting to in the home of the brave. She's got to be starting that sentence at a minute fifty, and you're good because she's going to stretch the brave out for at least four seconds. Okay, I see. Yeah, that doesn't matter. So yeah, you can bet from the beginning of the yeah. word brave or the end. Yeah. Yeah, you know she's going to stretch it. So you want you want to bet the end of that. Cuz what's 3 seconds you think she's going to use how, how long is th- 3 seconds is a good amount of time though to say brave. No. And the whole of oh, I can't sing but No, that's brave. more than brave though. They always do that shit. Yeah, they They stretch it out. That's where they try to bring the house down. Go look they at They try to uh, let everybody know that they Go can, look at Whitney Houston. Sing. Whitney Houston was trying to blow the top off that bitch. Yeah, that's where they really let they let loose. You I might, know, but three seconds is no. That's that's it's still that's a lot. go. One, two, three. That's I nothing. She, that's probably she go might for be like five, six or seven. Seconds. Yeah. yeah, no, she's gonna she's gonna try to yeah have a big comeback. You're gonna get five seconds minimum of brave, guaranteed. We'll time it. Trust me, we're gonna have my timer out. We're gonna be timing it. Um, I'm hammering the over here. This is where she is going to. Like I said, she's gonna try to she's gonna 
you're gonna try to burn the place down. So I don't know about you. Are you you on the over too? I'm on the over, but her coming out of rehab definitely scares me because <laughs> everybody knew she was a drug addict whenever she was. Well, maybe when she's high, she's struggling minutes. with the words a little bit. Like she's trying to remember in her head. So she's like drawing it out to, so she can, you can exactly. actually bet on if she forgets a word or leaves a word out. Um, so if she does that, she's probably high. Um, so yeah, no, I'm going over there. 100%. We're all in agreement. We have an accord. Um, you can bet heads or tails. It's a toss up. I think it's minus one hundred five a piece. Tails. Why? Never fails. I know. <laughs> what about you? Um. Yeah, I'm going with um heads. I, I'm going because with heads it's too. in Miami, a humid environment. Many people don't know, but um, it's heavier. Yeah, it can get more moisture on one one side of the coin, depending because um. The way that uh, heads versus tails, but is if we're getting technical, if we're getting technical, wouldn't that if it wouldn't the heads wouldn't it pull itself down to land face down? No, it's because okay, they're not even using a quarter. It won't be too humid either. <laughs> the, the, there can be a certain level of humidity that gets stuck on the bottom of the eagle's tail, and it'll flip it. It like on one that would be tails, it'll flip it to heads. Yeah, they're not using a regular quarter. <laughs> yeah, so uh, forget forget what I just said. Um, for what it's worth, Tails has hit four out of the last five Super Bowls. Eighty percent of the last Super Bowls have been Tails. Never fails. Any of them crazy ass roulette players are definitely betting heads. Right oh yeah, here. they're saying it's do. It's hit red thirteen <laughs> times in a row. It's gotta hit black. Just to let any gamblers out there know, it doesn't matter it how many. It red t- a million times in a row. It's, it's the still same the chance. same chance the next <laughs> flip. Um, but when I saw that four out of five, I'm not going to lie. I picked heads. I swear to God, I got the ticket right here. Let's see. Where are we at? Heads. We're, we're, we're banking on heads. I'm going to be all in on the coin toss. Um, so, yeah, you're going with tails because it never fails. What are you going with? Heads. Heads. All right. Still. Okay. All right. Another another good one. You got the Gatorade, the celebratory Gatorade bath color. The color of Gatorade to be used in the dousing of the coach. You got yellow plus 325. Actually, sorry. I'll start from the red plus 150. Clear Gatorade or water plus 300. You get a double whammy right there. Two for one. Um they shouldn't be drinking Gatorade anyway. That shit's terrible for you. It tastes good, but a lot of sugar. Uh, if I'm in the Super Bowl, I'm not drinking Gatorade. I'll tell you that. Um, orange plus 400. Blue plus 500. Yellow plus 325. And purple plus 1,800. Purple's a long shot. Yeah. You want a little inside information? I did some digging. Yeah, I want to hear yours. Uh, week 15 of this season, Andy Reid was seen drinking yellow Gatorade. That's a fact. The last time Andy Reid got a Gatorade bath was in 2013 after he beat the Eagles. Guess the color. Yellow. Yellow. Andy Reid's a guy who likes consistency. He seems to be a guy who likes yellow Gatorade. Yeah, and hamburgers. And Yeah, and hamburgers. Um, I'm going yellow here. Plus 325. You got to – I mean, I'm clearly I'm banking on the Chiefs to win. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, he looks like a fucking weirdo. He might like purple Gatorade. He might be on the, might be some good money there, plus eighteen hundred. Which purple Gatorade's not bad, but I mean, come on. So, what do what do you got? I can definitely see yellow making sense, 
but I'm going with blue. Blue at plus 500. Nah, actually, I thought about blue, too. That's a classic. I mean. Yeah, I feel like blue is the most popular Gatorade. I freaking hate blue. I don't like it either. Yeah. Oh, I like it. What is it? Uh, The cool blue or the, yeah, the cool blue, blue? The cherry blue. It's definitely not cherry blue. You know which one I'm talking about, cherry, though? I think uh, you're looking for blue cherry. But yeah, cherry. blue cherry sucks. And cool blue, I'm not a big fan. I do like the blue power. They got glacier uh, something. The blue one, glacier yeah, something. That glacier freeze. Yeah. That one's fucking good. Um, I'm going to go with clear. Clear. See, that, that's that's good value right there. You get a chance if they go water. You're in. You're, yeah. That one doesn't make sense. Nobody's drinking clear. water out of the. Yeah, 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 yeah they do. Yeah. That Gatorade's for show. They're not out there drinking Gatorade, getting cramps, getting stitches in their side. I you mean, ever? look, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm just going with clear. I think that they should be drinking water. Hey, clear Gatorade's pretty good too. So don't knock it till you try it. But um, yeah, I did some digging there. I'm going with yellow Gatorade. Andy Reid. I mean, he looks like he's got the stain in his mustache from yellow Gatorade. So. I'm going with that. That could be a good bet because maybe they will have Gatorade, but maybe no one will drink it. Well, the yeah, water it's could gonna be, be gone. It's got, the Gatorade's gonna be for the celebratory. Right, bath. the water could be gone by by the time. It just depends if you somebody's look, craving. You gotta Gatorade. look for that inside edge. You gotta do it, and that's the only inside edge I could find. He's been doused with. He hadn't won that many big games. He's been doused with Gatorade once in his damn career. It was yellow. He was drinking yellow Gatorade this year. They probably won that game. He was like, hmm, that tasted good, and we won. He's got the taste of victory in his mouth. Yellow Gatorade. Book it. Plus 325. See, this is why the Super Bowl is so good, because there's we're literally going to be like on the edge of our seat, like, what color is it? Like, they're going <laughs> to dump it. You're going to see yellow. We're going to be jumping up. Fuck yeah. Like, we're going to be going crazy over the color of Gatorade that they pour on this man. Um Or they'll lose, and then watch. The Niners won't even dump Gatorade on Shanahan. It'll probably be red. Because they're red. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I mean, that's a hard thing <laughs> no, to bet on. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't a, know shit about Gatorade. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's it's a. There's no really like it's all luck, but uh, except if you get the inside edge that I'm handing. Yeah, I mean out to that you. yellow could be right, but clear to me would be the second second because it's Gatorade or water. Yeah. No. Yeah. You get you get two for the price of one. That'd be um, crazy if like they had separated it. To clear Gatorade or what, like, and water be a different odds too. No, yeah, like they no, came no. out testing it, yeah, testing you go the taste shirt. It. Yeah, was orange an option? Orange is under yellow. Yellow, lime, and orange fall under. Wait, no, no, no. Orange was an option. Yeah, yellow and lime fall under the same category. Orange was its own option at plus four hundred. That's some good ass Gatorade too. Yeah, you wake up in the That's middle of the night one. after a long night. You need something to drink. Go get an orange Gatorade. Where are you going? You all right? I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So let's get into some more props here. The one I'm most confident about, not most confident about, but the most excited about, I doubled down on this one, uh, Tyron Matthew to have a pick at plus 450. Oh, that's a prop? Yeah. Plus 450. Got it right here. Um, and you can even bet on if he takes it to the house, which pays a lot more. I didn't go that far. I just – uh just went with the interception uh i did a couple different i did two different players to score first i always do one from each team um plus 800 tyree kill that's what i'm saying deep ball to start they're gonna get off to a hot start uh on the niner side george kittle plus 800 as well um 
this one, I hope this one hits. This you, I bet on will a pass interference penalty be overturned by replay? I said yes um, at, really? pl- at plus 450. So see if the rule gets implemented in the Super Bowl when all eyes are on them. Um, I bet on a couple different people. Let's see. I bet on two different people to score a touchdown at any point in the game. Uh, McCole Hardman at plus 290 and Demarcus Robinson at plus 370. So if it's a track meet, I'm going to be fucking cashing in. We need Tyree Kill to get the first one. And then we need, and they just got to get a touchdown at any point in the game. So, oh, okay. So if Ty, if uh, Tyran gets an interception, Tyreek gets a deep ball to start the game, and then Demarcus Robinson and McCall Hardman get a touchdown, and the Chiefs win, I'm fucking breaking the bank. So it's gonna be a good night. And then maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe they, yeah, the pass under pass interference getting overturned. I don't know. I'm excited. I think it's gonna be good. Yeah, first to score for me, I picked Hardman as well. Really? Yeah. First to score? Yeah. I just did an anytime touchdown for Hardman. First oh. first to score probably pays good. No, yeah, I think he was plus 1,800. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean. But I think the first actual points on the board, I think is going to be 49ers field goal. You think? Robbie Gold? No, wait, they don't have Robbie Gold anymore, right? Who they got? Is it gold? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I think he's going to shank it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that field goal is always tempting. But the field goal is the favorite, isn't it? I don't know. I think it is. Um. All right, what else you got? Because I just rolled through um, all of mine. For MVP, if the Chiefs win it, it's a long shot, but I think Matthew will win the MVP. Tyron Matthew? Oh, yeah. my God. Plus 6,000. <laughs> Uh, but if he when's the last time a defensive players won it? Did Ray Lewis win it? No, um, it was James Harrison. Did Ray uh, Lewis yeah. win it the Trent Dilfer year? I don't know, but um, he may have. But Harrison won it more recent than that. Did James? Oh, because he had that pick six. Yeah, he was it was ninety nine yards. Whatever he did, fumble yeah. recovery or pick six. I think it was a pick. I could be wrong, but yeah, I remember he like yeah no that was a fucking crazy return. Um, yeah, I like that. I mean, I like it just because I like Tyron Matthew. Do I think that's going to happen? Probably not. But, I mean, that's a fucking long shot for a reason. So, um, let's see. You can bet on which coach will be mentioned first on TV after kickoff. I'd say Andy Reid. Andy Reid's the favorite there. Um, yeah, I mean, he's the veteran guy. Got to go to him first. You got another one? It's after kickoff? Yeah, after the kickoff. Who's the first coach mentioned? I think whoever wins the toss. Yeah, I think it's going to be Andy Reid. Let's see. I do think, yeah, that that could play a factor in it. You can bet on who the Super Bowl MVP mentions first in his speech. Teammates, coach, God, owner, city, family or family members does not mention any of the above. And that's not the favorite. You can't. That's not the favorite for him to not mention anybody. What does he get up there and say? Sweet He's a psychopath. Sweet, and then just pass it off. He's not gonna thank the teammates, coach, God, owner, city, or his family. What does he say? That would be the most awkward interview of all time. Like if he mentions something other than that first. 
See, so that's a tricky oh, oh, one. Oh, like, oh, how do oh, you know? Yeah, that's worded weird. Okay. Because if you choose, like, out of those choices, obviously, you know, he's probably going to say one of those in his speech at least. But yeah, but who mentioned first? Yeah, like so he it's could who he starts it off. He with. could think. Um, he could throw out of anything's possible, like Kevin Garnett. What's God yeah. sitting at? What's what? God sitting at. God plus two fifty. I mean, Thank that's a God. tough one. But just because, like, what other than those things would he mention? Because, like, I don't know how strict and how strict they're gonna be about, like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can bet will Andy Reid eat a cheeseburger before the end of the Super Bowl broadcast. What the fuck? Yeah, uh, no is a resounding favorite, but yeah, there's some value there at plus 1,200. <laughs> he, what, is he just going to pull one out of his fucking back pocket and start eating a cheeseburger? I told y'all he likes quarter. burgers, bro. I wasn't making that shit up because he's fat. No, he oh said my goodness. after they won the... Uh, AFC championship game. He asked him what he went and did or something. He said he went home and ate a, a cheeseburger. Yep. Yep. Um, there's will, will Dave Portnoy be kicked out of the game? Um, will Nike release a commercial with Colin Kaepernick during the Super Bowl? No, I don't think so, but you never know. Will a fan run onto the field? Will any What's pl- yes for that? Uh, for the fan running on the field, mm-hmm. plus six hundred, and I got a. How much are tickets? <laughs> oh. <laughs> like five thousand dollars is the cheapest ticket. So you how much would I have lucky. to bet to to? Um, That's actually go there and jump out on the field and win this bet. Plus six hundred. Um, well, you'd have to tack on bail money. Um, I'll slap down like fifteen. So if you if you pay five thousand dollars for a ticket. And then you went and bet. I mean, you could bet whatever. Five thousand. Well, five. Yeah, five thousand would win you what? Thirty thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a bang for your buck right there. Take one for the team. You get some fifteen. Your fifteen seconds of fame might be able to show your moves. Juke, juke out a couple security guards. Inevitably, you'll um, get pile driven. They're gonna the wonder when I'm in security while I'm coming in the game with football cleats on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's yeah. I mean, hey. A bet's a bet. I mean, somebody's got to risk a bunch of it on there. Like, if you got a friend, yeah, damn, dude. If it's like you're like, fuck it, we got tickets to the Super Bowl, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to storm the field. Fuck it. Fucking put your life savings on it. It's a a lock. (laughs) Anytime you figure out something you can actually fix, (laughs) that's a lock. You ought to try to cash in on that. Hell yeah. That's a lock right there. All right. Well, that's all I got. Um, in terms of prop bets, so you can bet on which commercial will appear first, an Audi or a Porsche commercial. Some, some of these are fucking weird. Audi. Audi. I don't know, dude. I've never even seen a real I don't know how many Porsche commercials I've actually seen. Very few. Yeah, you've probably seen them and didn't even wear them. No, I want a Porsche really, really bad. <laughs> All right, well, that'll wrap up my prop bets. Y'all got anything else? What you got? Anything? All right, so we'll recap just the winners. We're not going to dive in all the, the prop bets. Uh, I mean, I can quickly go through it. Tyron Matthew, pick. Uh, Tyree Kill, first touchdown. McCole Hardman and Demarcus Robinson, anytime touchdowns. George Kittle, first touchdown. Um, I did one from each team. And then we got heads on the coin toss. 
yellow Gatorade, hammer yellow Gatorade over on the uh, national anthem. And then uh, what else? Don't know. Don't remember. But most importantly, and the biggest bet of the night, Chiefs minus one. Come on, Honey Badger, pull through for me. If he, I mean, if he, that seals the win and he gets the pick, that's a, that's a double winner right there. So you're on the Niners. You're on the Niners. We're both on the over 55. Me and Justin. Nick is on the under 55. What else? Anything? All right. When I ask you all that and you uh, don't say toss. anything, coin toss, I'm on heads. I'm on you're toss. on tails. You're on heads. Yeah, I'm on heads. All right. Well, any closing remarks before we go? You want to say anything to anybody? Rest in peace, Kobe. Yeah, I was going to get there. What about you? Um, No. All right. I'm excited for the XFL. We're going to yeah. be talking about that next yeah, episode. We're gonna be di- yeah, next episode we're going to be diving into this XFL. Um. We'll look at prop bets. We'll look at over-under win totals. We'll look at just the upcoming games. I think February 8th is the first game. Um, it's, it's a whole new season of football, and it's going to be extremely difficult to bet, but we're going to get through this together. So, And we're going to be handing out winners. It's just what we do. Um, all right, that'll wrap up Episode 26, I believe, of Big Easy Bets. Like I said, we have joined up with Hold the Mayo. You can uh, www.htmsports.com. Go like their page on Facebook. Um, Also, Apple Podcasts, go rate us. Give us five stars. Leave us a review. And, again, you can on Twitter, at Big Easy Bets, anybody who wants to come on, wants to get something off their chest, speak their mind, got a microphone available, but you can always call in. So that'll wrap up Episode 26. Pels are rolling. Super Bowl Sunday is right around the corner. Uh, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant and Gianna Bryant and the rest of the uh, the rest of the uh, people in the helicopter crash as well. Nick's got something to say before we go. Yeah, so obviously I have season tickets to the Pelicans, and we're going to figure something out because I want to do a giveaway for some of the followers um, and you'll for know. an upcoming game. We'll probably do something about Zion's points this Friday when they play Memphis Grizzly. Uh, see if somebody can guess the correct amount of points. We'll have to figure out a tiebreaker, but um, I like that. There's some games coming up that that I'm willing to <laughs> give out to the fans or the followers on on Twitter or wherever. I like it. All right. Well, you heard it there uh, from the season ticket holder himself. So we'll do that coming up soon for the Memphis Grizzlies game on Friday. Only the real fans are going to know about it though, because yeah, we're an hour in. So you're gonna have to listen. Yeah, to the I very got end I got three tickets, so you can bring your mom and your daddy. There you go. Um, All right, guys, that'll wrap up episode 26. Like I said, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gianna Bryant, and everybody else in that tragic helicopter crash. That'll do it. Who dat? We just got to do what we do. We play like we play. We be us. We be special. We smell greatness. We finish strong. Yes, from the top. One, two, three, four.